0: Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode number 14. Uh, I was sitting out here on the front porch, um, just getting all set up and getting ready to go, and this hummingbird uh, starts zooming by, and he I have this feeder that I put out, and... The weirdest thing with these hummingbirds, uh, they'll just come and sit on the feeder, but then they'll look right at you. They'll look right at you. And, and I'm telling you, I, I don't know what is going on in my older years, okay? And I'll say older years, I've made the transition into the 40s. This year, I'll be 43. Uh, but there is something about that that is really miraculous to me, right? Uh, one, uh, that I that the bird actually does that. Secondly, that I'm actually slowing down enough in my life that I actually appreciate that. I just think there's this really interesting thing. Like As I'm looking at this bird going, The same God created us that's weird. Whoa. You know, like little things like that are like catching me off guard these days. I'm like, that is so cool. Like God created that bird and God created me. And we're just like checking each other out here. Like, what's up, bro? And he's like, what's up? He's like, thanks for the, for feed me. I'm like, thanks for making my day. It's super weird. I know it's fine. This is what happens when you, by the way, if you're younger and listening to this podcast, you're going to love birds at some point, right? It's just going to happen. So just deal with it right now. I, I, I don't know what's going on in my my life but that just i i find the greatest amount of joy uh patty and i'll be going for a walk and she'll be talking to me like having a good conversation and i'll see the hummingbird whip by and 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 she's like what's wrong with you like i'm just like uh, Mm. just overwhelmed by them oh my gosh look at this it's so amazing did you see him she's like you're not even talking to me you're paying attention to the bird i have to apologize to her sometimes about the birds but anyway i just want to let you know amazing moment. Slow down. If you haven't had a moment to check out a hummingbird or slow down enough, like I'm telling you, it's really, really important. Just slow down a little bit. Sit down for a sec. Take a breath. It's going to be really great for you. Uh, the passage today, second Timothy four, three. Oh, I've been waiting, 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 waiting to, to go through this passage. Really, really excited about it. Second Timothy four, three for the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine instead to suit their own desires. They will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. Oh boy, this one is a really convicting passage. One, I think it is incredibly relevant today, but it's always been relevant. Sometimes I think uh, we go, oh my gosh, this is most relevant right now. And I just want us to know about the scriptures. It's always been relevant, right? The same problems that we're dealing with today, they dealt with uh, in in the first century, second century, right? They they, they dealt with all this stuff. These passages are just as important then as they are right now now. Like we're all learning. We're all growing. We're all trying to figure it out. And this one is really relevant to right now and has been relevant before of going like, there is some things that are going on in our culture. There are some things that are going on in our lives and in our churches and in each person, right? That we need to deal with. And these passages are going, Hey, can we talk about this for a second? Like, um, my, my son, Ben, and I don't think he would mind me me talking about this at all. Like, um, you know, he's going off to the year before he went off to college. He and I had this this really, really great conversation. And uh, where we went on a walk. We were at my mom's uh, my mom's house. My mom has this amazing house like like she's got like 20 acres. They've got like this like this path you walk on, it's covered in trees, it's, it's magical. And we would go walk on this path um, every day. And uh, we always joke with the kids, like, it's tough being a goki, right? Because we kind of shoot it straight, we don't hold back. Um, Authenticity, I would say is one of our high values. That's part of the reason why I brought the podcast outside because i thought it's called front porch confessional i had a few of you go like you record that on your front porch and i'm like no it's in a closet so i brought it outside because i thought no i want to be real i want to be authentic and sometimes i got to deal with the wind and some of these other elements but I i wanted to be authentic about it that's a big deal to us so as a result of that we tend to be pretty straightforward and honest with our kids we don't let them go by like if they're having a bad attitude We're going to talk about it. We're going to say, listen, we we need to talk about this. We're not probably going to let a lot of that slide. So I'm I'm walking with Ben down the road. And this is a similar conversation that he and I've had over the years. But we're we're walking down the road and I just looked at him. I was like, bud, uh, one of my greater fears for you is that you're going to be a coattail Christian. Like, you're just going to be this guy that goes, Hey, my mom and dad uh, were saved. And so I grew up in a Christian home and, you know, my dad was a pastor. So we did pastor stuff, right? Or we, you know, we went on trips and I've been to India. Cause that's what Christian, like I, we just read Bible because that's what Christian, we pray. Cause that's what Christians do, right? I'm like, don't be a coattail Christian. Don't go on my coattail. No, this is about you and Jesus. And we just had this really honest, straightforward conversation about him and his relationship with the Lord. And I realized as I was having that conversation, I was like, wow, this is coming off pretty stern. Like it's coming off very strong. But I think it was like that father's passion to go like this. You can't stop. You can't keep going this way. He can't keep just living on the backs of mom and I's faith. You have to develop your own faith. Timothy is kind of helping the the people that he's in charge of, that he's pastoring and caring for. And he's going, listen, we have got to be very aware uh, of what uh, is going on, that that people are going to resist sound doctrine. They're going to resist it. Right? They're going to resist it because it's hard, it's difficult, right? And what they're going to do, which maybe some of you have done or are currently doing, is you're going to go find doctrine that will tickle your ears and will accommodate what you feel is appropriate. And he's going, be careful, be careful. You know, there, there's this whole idea of there are uh, wolves in sheep's clothing that are coming to attack Christians. Uh, and coming after them. So Timothy, being a father, a spiritual father to these people are like, you need to be aware of this. And have you ever realized that there's a very interesting dichotomy as it relates to truth? Like sometimes truth is amazing, right? (laughs) Like a compliment. Somebody tells you, you know what? I just think you're a really wonderful person. Like you really care for people, right? That truth in your life, you're like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like, because maybe you've struggled with that, but they gave you that piece of truth about you. Maybe you didn't even see that before. Like, wow, I really am gifted at this. And I want to develop that. I want to get better at that. And that is a really great truth for you. Right. But also sometimes truth is really painful, like a rebuke. Like when somebody is is, uh, like, listen, you have a gossip problem you're a gossiper, right? That's truth, right? And sometimes the way that truth is presented is not great, but nonetheless, it's truth, right? And you have to, how are you going to deal with that? In the same way you dealt with the compliment, you go, wow, I didn't know that about myself. Thank you. There's also the other dichotomy of the truth is, wow, you gave that to me. That's really hard. That truth you gave me, what will I do with that? And either one of those situations it can bring life. Truth can bring life in a compliment. It can also bring life in a rebuke. But what are we going to do with truth? I think so many people want to cling on to the helpful truth and reject the hard truth. And this is what this passage is talking about. So many people reject painful truth because it's inconvenient it's inconvenient. And here's what we need to understand. And this is what I'm learning at, the more and more I dig into scripture is the Bible is full of inconvenient truths that can set you free and will set you free. Right? Like you have been crucified with Christ. No longer you live but Christ lives in you, right? That is that is fairly inconvenient. What it's saying is you need to die, right? If you love your life, you must lose it in order to gain life, right? That's really inconvenient. That's really hard truth. To whom much is given, much is required. When God entrusts finances to you, much is required of that. Which means, as I receive any form of money, it's not woohoo. It's oh my gosh, he's given this to me. Much as that's inconvenient, it'd be so much easier if he was like, go blow all the money on yourself. Go buy yourself some more stuff. You deserve. No, he's like, no, no, no. You don't deserve it. Okay, you don't. I'm giving this to you as a gift. What will, How will you steward this for my glory and my honor? That's inconvenient. If you love, this one's hard. If you love your mother and father more than you love me, you are not worthy to be called mine. Whoa. If you love your friends, if you love your kids, right? If you love your spouse more than you love Jesus, you're not worthy to be called. Hey, look, that's inconvenient. That's so hard. And this is what Timothy is trying to get out of us, trying to help us understand. If God wants life and life to the full for all of us, the truths found in scripture are trying to liberate us. They're trying to liberate us to live that way. But the reality is it's hard. Like it's really hard, really hard, but, but we have a decision to make. Either we embrace the whole of what God is inviting us into, or we let others tickle our ears, but that's the choice. Like you really get to make the choice. We really get to make the choice on either side of that, either on following with, with what scripture, a lot of times inconveniently is telling us, right? Cause it, it's not concerned with our comfort, right? It's not. It's confirmed, it, it's concerned with us conforming ourselves to the Lord. It, to, that's a part of sanctification. Sanctification is this theological term that essentially means we are moving closer and closer and closer to the heart and the life of Christ to live like him. To, to see to, to see heaven come here on earth, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And the Holy Spirit is moving us in that direction, which so often means sacrifice, 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 repent, repent, repent. But it's painful. It's really not easy at times, but it will bring you life. But so many of us have a choice. We can go, we can go, I need that from you. Or we go, I reject that. And the easy thing to do, and I'm just telling you, the easy thing to do is to go find some watered down theology that makes you feel good about yourself and doesn't cause conviction, doesn't cause sacrifice. And it's all about you, right? Like to just go find that and go, okay, this makes me feel good about me. It's so easy. And this is what Timothy, like he's just looking at this church and he loves them so much. and He's like, really be careful be careful, there's a lot of people out there that want to water down inconvenient truth because it's hard. It's hard. By the way, it cost Jesus' life, right? Following the will of the Father cost Jesus' life. He said, Not my will, but yours be done. Like he asked for God to take it away, but at the end of the day, said, I want you. And if that means me dying on a cross, then I die on a cross, right? It's John the Baptist. Right? Knowing that the words that he's saying against Herod, the way he's talking about the Messiah, like he gets beheaded, but he is convinced that that was what God has called him to. And it was like Jesus says, there's no other prophet like John. And he gave up his life for that. And he's calling us to do the same. Maybe not our physical lives, but he is calling us out of our comfort out of our comfort zone. If you find yourself reading the Bible and being called out of your comfort zone, you are on to something. But if it becomes so convenient and so accommodating, that should be a place where you go, "Uh-oh." Because if we remember Genesis 3, Satan comes to or comes to Eve and he tells a simple little truth. You want to be God, right? Like the reason why he doesn't want you to eat that apple is because he's afraid you'll become like him. And Eve's like, oh yeah, I'd I'd like to be a God. That same sin, that same thing is being perpetuated today. It's the same lie he's telling you and me. And it's like, be careful, be wise. If you find leaders and teachers trying to make your life more about you and your comforts instead of sacrifice, they are leading you astray. And what I would say is this, is anywhere where there's an enabling doctrine, it's unloving. Anywhere where there's a doctrine that just allows you to continue in your sin, that doesn't allow for a conviction, it's unloving. It's going to continue to suppress the spirit of God in you, who is trying to form you into the image of his son, Jesus, uh, in, into Jesus. And to live like Jesus, to sacrifice like Jesus, to love like Jesus, that's what we're being called into. So be wary. Please be wary. I hope that this podcast I hope this podcast is encouraging and challenging you to not just listen to the scriptures, but act upon them. To not accommodate, to not find these accommodating theologies that are super easy. Just do what, do what's best for you. Do what feels. No. No. Let's follow after the example of the Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, as it says in Hebrews 12. You see, because the more you fall in love with Jesus, this is what will happen. The more you fall in love with Jesus, the more you will receive and live in the sacrificial truths he's calling us into. The more you fall in love with Jesus, the more you will receive and live in the sacrificial truths that he's calling us into. So what is a lie that you have believed in? in order to prevent yourself from living in the truth of scripture, what is a lie that you have believed in in order to prevent yourself from living in the truths of scripture? I hope you deal with that today. Take a minute and just think about that question. Maybe just back that up and go, I need to think about that question. I need to pause this podcast right now. I need to consider that question. So may we heed to your words, O Father. And will we con- and will you continue to have mercy on us as we learn to follow your ways? So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heart. Until next time.